Welcome to episode 49 of the Montana Values Podcast. In this show, we'll talk all about how Montana's Attorney General is noodling in on the county attorney's plate of spaghetti. So grab your fork and spoon and let's dig right in with our host, Tammy Fisher. We've talked about Montana's Attorney General in the past, specifically about his clash with the Montana Supreme Court supporting legislators that wish to cast aspersions on Montana's judiciary, all of the judiciary, Democrats, Republicans, and independents alike. Well, Attorney General Austin Knudsen hasn't stopped at clashing with judges. He's now clashing with local county attorneys, questioning their decisions and inserting himself into their cases. These clashes aren't new to Montana, though. As with virtually everything, the desire for power and control permeates the executive branch. But here's the latest. In November 2020, two months before Austin Knudsen became attorney general, Rodney Robert Smith was criminally charged with felony assault with a weapon and misdemeanor assault by the Lewis and Clark County Attorney's Office after allegedly showing a holstered firearm to Helena Restaurant employees who repeatedly asked him to wear a face mask. Montana was under a statewide mask requirement at the time. According to court documents, Smith and his wife were repeatedly warned by employees at the Helena restaurant last November they needed to wear face masks. In response, Smith allegedly knocked over water glasses on a table and then shoved a restaurant employee. When other workers tried to restrain him, Smith allegedly hit an employee in the genitals several times and then pinned the employee to a wall. Smith then allegedly exposed a handgun he had in a black holster on his waistband. He patted it with his hand and made a statement to an employee to the effect of, quote, I'm going to get you, end quote, according to the complaint. This is what you need to know, folks. You don't have to point a gun at someone to be charged with a felony in Montana. You don't even have to use a gun. Assault with a weapon occurs when someone has a legitimate fear that you will use your weapon, any weapon, gun, stick, knife, rock, to harm them. Fear can equal felony in Montana. You got a weapon, you make a threat, you cause fear, you get a felony. It's that simple. So when Smith made the, I'm going to get you statement, while in possession of a gun, that is all that is needed to be charged with felony assault with a weapon. And if a jury determines the fear imposed by the threat was legitimate, that's all you need to be convicted of a felony assault with a weapon in Montana. And the victim in this case did state he feared Smith would, quote, use the gun to hurt him and other employees. And if the jury believes the victim, the evidence would be sufficient to convict Smith. Smith was also charged with two misdemeanors for carrying a concealed weapon without a permit and doing so in a prohibited place. In this case, one where alcoholic beverages are consumed. At the time, it was illegal to carry a concealed weapon in a place where alcohol beverages are consumed. However, Smith was barred from carrying a concealed weapon in any instance because he did not have a valid concealed weapons permit. So he was concealed carrying without a permit, which on its own was a separate offense. Smith was never entitled to carry a concealed weapon in the first place because he didn't do the work to obtain a permit. You know, the permit virtually every Montanan, including Mickey and I carry. Now, the Montana legislature between the time of the charge and now change the law with respect to concealed carry. So now you and I can carry concealed in a place that serves alcohol. So as of February 18th, 2021, two months after the offense, the offense was no longer illegal. 
House Bill 102 was signed into law, making it legal to carry concealed in places where alcohol is served, provided you're not under the influence. And we now can also carry without a permit. So the law changed. And typically, a prosecutor will look at all of the offenses and ditch anything that was illegal that is now legal. That's what county attorneys do every day in Montana. But Austin Knutson wasn't going to wait for the county attorney, Leo Gallagher, to ditch the concealed carry charges. And maybe Gallagher said, I'm not ditching those charges because you, Mr. Smith, did whatever you wanted to do in this situation. You victimized not just the poor waiter, but all the staff and customers watching when none of them did a damn thing wrong. And you don't get to go around creating victims of innocent people in Montana. And you sure as shit don't get to pick and choose which laws you're going to follow and which ones you snub your nose at. Because if you do that, you choose the consequences and those consequences come by way of a criminal record. But Austin Knutson didn't want to wait around for Gallagher to decide how to handle the case. So somehow Austin Knutson, the attorney general, learns about Mr. Smith's plight. So the attorney general, Knutson, on behalf of the charged criminal, tells Leo Gallagher, the county attorney, to drop both the carrying a concealed weapon in a prohibited place and the carrying a concealed weapon without a permit charge. And in response, the county attorney said, I don't want to drop the two misdemeanor charges. He said, there's probable cause to go forward with the two misdemeanor charges related to concealed carry, and I cannot, in good conscience, move to dismiss those counts and comply with my oath of office. Now, that's kind of gilding the lily. I don't agree that Mr. Gallagher couldn't comply with his oath of office and dismiss the two misdemeanors, because that's done literally every day in the criminal justice system. It's called prosecutorial discretion and it happens all the time. And folks, here's a hint. If you want to know who controls the criminal justice system in Montana, it is the prosecutor. The district court judge is just there as a referee. The person who decides your fate, by and large, is the prosecutor because they could decide to charge you, to dismiss the charges, to not charge you at all, to enter into a plea agreement, or to go to trial. Prosecutor decides virtually everything and almost writes the outcome if you don't go to a jury. The fact is, the county attorney, Mr. Gallagher, just didn't want Austin Knutson messing with his cases. So he basically said, if you're taking control of the misdemeanors, you got to take the whole case, felonies included. So Austin takes over the whole case and is now in settlement negotiations with Mr. Smith. The bee in the proverbial bonnet isn't that Knutson took over the case. He's totally entitled to do that. The bee in the bonnet should be, why does Austin Knutson want this case? Is he reviewing every criminal case filed in Montana to be sure there are charges that he wants? Or does he know Mr. Smith and Mr. Smith called in a favor? That's the question the press needs an answer to. How did the attorney general learn of this case to begin with? If he came upon the knowledge of this case legitimately, like Mr. Smith's attorney reached out and said, hey, attorney general, my client is overcharged and the county attorney won't dismiss half the charges. That's totally legit. But what if Smith himself reached out to Austin and now Austin is negotiating the case? Justice is supposed to be blind, right? So if this case ends in anything less than a conviction for misdemeanor assault, well, we'll all know the answer. Because even if a felony is possible, the facts are really that the employee was doing his job and this jerk kicked the poor employee in the nuts and spilled water. No question, the victim did nothing wrong. 
But in the world of the criminal justice reform, you don't convict on the highest possible charge. You convict on the most relevant charge to the offense because we don't want to praise overcharging criminals. That's how people linger in jails and prisons. I mean, Smith is a jerk, but he's not a felony jerk. So what this comes down to, kids, is a clash between elected folks in charge of doing the same thing. The attorney general for the state is constitutionally allowed to supervise county attorneys and tell them what to do in their cases. The Montana Supreme Court has a long line of cases that speak to this authority starting way back in 1899, when the William Clark trials over bribing the Montana legislature occurred. There, the Montana Attorney General wanted to co-counsel with the county attorney to assist in presenting the bribery evidence before a grand jury. The district court judge wouldn't allow the Attorney General to step in and help. And so the Attorney General went to the Supreme Court and said, can you please inform the district court judge of my authority? And so the Montana Supreme Court stated, quote, the policy of the law is easily discerned. The Attorney General is the principal law officer of the state. His duties are general. His authority is coextensive with public legal affairs of the whole community. His advice often affects the rights of all persons within the state, and accepting judgments and orders of the court, his opinions control public interests more largely than do the acts of any other official of the state. Responsibilities of so high a character are usually put upon a lawyer of ability, experience, and character, and, presuming the attorney general to be such, the statute has given him the significant yet extensive powers referred to. Again, exigent times occasionally arise in the affairs of a state where local considerations render it impolitic to entrust a county attorney with the discharge of his duties, unaided by learned counsel representing the supreme authority of the state. Circumstances sometimes demand that there shall not only be a supervisory action, but an assistance to an inferior official as well, to the end that justice may be more certainly attained. When considerations of this nature move to the attorney general, he shall assist the county attorney and must do so in discharge of the duties which the county attorney is required by law to perform. End quote. But no one likes to be told what to do, especially someone like Leo Gallagher, who has been a county attorney for years. And it's very rare that an attorney general does tell a county attorney what to do. But it does happen. I think Mr. Gallagher's issue is that when this has been done in the past, it's by an attorney general that has more experience than the county attorney. And Leo Gallagher has been practicing law and I think has been the county attorney in Lewis and Clark County since 1978. Austin Knutson was born in 1980. So Mr. Gallagher is saying, hey, whippersnapper, I know what I'm doing. If I need your help, I'll give you a call. But I've been prosecuting criminals since before you were even a vision in your parents' heads. So I've got this. Basically, respect your elders, kid. Kind of the same thing the Supreme Court and the district court judges have said to Austin Knutson. And when Austin said, nah, ditch the misdemeanors anyway, Gallagher just gave him the finger and said, then you take the whole damn case. If you have a problem with the attorney general being able to nose in on local county attorneys, you got to change the Constitution. And as Republicans, Mickey and I really believe strongly in local control and don't like heavy-handed state actions. But we also respect the Constitution. 
and the Constitution provides Austin as attorney general with the authority he used in this case. We just wish that Mr. Knutson would focus on the drug epidemic in Montana, which is the issue he ran on for election. Now, listen, folks, the fact that Knutson has the authority to take the case from Gallagher doesn't mean the questions stop. It means dig deeper. This could be much ado about nothing, and in all fairness, likely is, but only if, number one, Austin got involved by legitimate means, and number two, the victim is provided justice. The victim, if this case is dismissed, that should be a huge red flag for Montana, a huge red flag for cops and anyone in law enforcement. Because the attorney general is supposed to stand up for crime victims and not be sympathetic to criminals. Victims who here were just doing their jobs. If this case is pled to anything less than assault, that's a huge red flag. So keep watching and keep digging, Montana. And if you're questioning government, if when you first heard about this story, you questioned government, you're definitely a Montanan. And you might, in fact, be a Republican, because that's what we do every day. Republicans believe in less government. Republicans question government in every turn. It's a trust but verify approach to government that Republicans take. We believe in that statement from Ronald Reagan that you should trust government but verify what it's doing. And in fact, nowadays, I think we've slipped to just don't trust government but verify what it's doing. And so if your first impression when you heard that the attorney general took over a case from a county attorney was, what? That can't be. There's nothing wrong with that. As Republicans, you should be asking that question all the time. And certainly as Montanans, we should always be asking those questions. We have to hold all elected officials accountable, and that can't happen without watchful eyes and inquisitive members of the press and the public. So keep digging, keep watching, and keep holding folks accountable. That's the Montana way. Thank you for taking us with you on your journey today, and we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Montana Values Podcast. Consider sponsoring the show by going to our website, montanavaluespodcast.com locating the sponsor page and clicking on the donate button follow us on twitter our handle is at mtvalues find us on podbean or wherever you get your podcasts what's your favorite montana value how do you live it write to us our email address is montanavaluespodcast at gmail.com thanks for listening and we'll see you next time